everyone. Hope you can hear me. I am actually out and about and apologies for the delay. I haven't really been feeling like doing very much, but as is my sort of ethos when you don't want to do something, you have to double down, triple down and do some more of that thing. So I've decided to make a bit of a change, actually get myself out of the house during daylight hours, would you know? Because uh, I think lockdown's got me a bit messed up. It's actually made me a bit too comfortable indoors, which I know a lot of people are freaking out about. It's had the negative consequence of making me a bit freaked out by the outdoors. So I'm outside in daylight hours. It's actually really nice. Gonna get dark soon. But anyway, apologies about the sound quality. I'm actually out and about. But yeah, what did I want to talk about? I wanted to continue the whole finance, um, the finance series, really. And I thought I'd go on to um, talk about something that people have heard about, probably don't know too much about, just to keep things quite interesting. And that's the world of crypto, cryptocurrency. Who hasn't heard of that? To be honest, doesn't crypto sound a bit weird? Doesn't it sound very cryptic, dangerous, risky. That's the way I always perceived it. And um, perceived it to be quite scammy and basically not legit. And as I said previously, look, I wanted to give you my take based on some research that I always do on various topics. And I've looked into sort of this space and as you can tell I'm not proclaiming to be any type of expert but I think I mentioned in my previous episode I find that um, every industry sector what do they do they complicate things very much so with complicated terminology acronyms abbreviations um kind of industry known only type things and that's problematic because it creates an unnecessary artificial sort of barrier to entry and i, I think it doesn't have to be like that so it's difficult um to to learn um something brand new uh, I'll go on to in kind of episodes to come talking about more traditional um, investment streams such as stocks and shares and stuff like that but um, I thought this would be an interesting thing to sort of start with and yeah just wanted to fit you know kind of give you my take on what I think cryptocurrency is so cryptocurrency the way I perceive it is a sort of digital it's completely digital it's a digital form of currency obviously but what was quite startling to me is to learn that actually there's about 7,000 plus different types of cryptocurrency coins 
out there. And obviously you don't get a physical coin, so it's completely digital. And it all sits on this thing called the blockchain. And of course it requires the internet to run it. I think that's, that's you know, it sounds basic, but I think for people that don't know anything about it, I think it's useful to bring it down to basics. So that's the first thing. And then you've got, obviously, who hasn't heard of Bitcoin? Um, I remember hearing about it back in, I don't know, 2016, where everybody was talking about it. And it sounded proper scammy to me as well. But from what I understand, you know, Bitcoin originated by some anonymous entity, um, possibly one person, most likely a group of people. And they essentially coded this technology um, and created a currency that has a fixed supply. So it has 21 million coins that can ever be put into production. And the thing is, you know, people, you must have heard people back in the day talking about uh, being able to mine this currency, being able to actually you know, almost mine it like gold. And the thing is, Bitcoin, they, they, they liken it to physical gold, which is really interesting. And then there's um, a lot of other coins and, you know, probably like top 10 coins, because I mentioned there's about 7,000 odd coins. And there's, there's other big players such as um, Ethereum. That's the next, um, that's the next best coin, shall we say, if we simplify it. And they liken Ethereum to sort of digital, I think they call it digital oil. So if Bitcoin is gold, Ethereum is oil, i.e. fuel. And if Bitcoin is gold, what do, why, why do people buy gold apart from wearing it? They buy it to hold value, hold wealth. So, and then there's other coins that are very similar to Ethereum. Um, and the thing with Bitcoin anyway, and I think it's important to just kind of go through the bits and pieces and see how it all pieces together. That's at least how my mind works anyway. And the thing with Bitcoin is that they say they've got 20, there's 21 million that can ever be produced, which is quite a remarkable thing when you think about it. Because if you think about the dollar, the pound, um, all of the worldwide currencies, Think about what's happened now, given the whole pandemic situation. We all know that um, there's a thing called quantitative easing, right? Which is basically money printing. And they're money printing like crazy at the minute, right? We all know this. But what does it really mean? Well, if something can, if you can just basically print at will what you want to print, um, however much you want to print whenever you need to, doesn't that devalue your currency? Of course it does. And what does it do to other things such as inflation and and other things like that? It just increases um, the inflation rate. So it's problematic to an economy. And I think the pitch that they the that that, that is um, currently being um, poised right is that Bitcoin there's a fixed supply so as people mine more over time the value should actually 
increase rather than the value of say um, a currency over time decreasing if that makes any sense and um, and I think it's interesting as well a lot of people say that three four million of those coins have been lost forever because back in the day people bought them and didn't really know think much of it because it was pennies and now it's more like I don't know 30 33,000 pounds or like $45,000 per coin which is ridiculous right but it makes sense right because if if Bitcoin and some people I don't know if this is true or not we'll see if it plays out some people say that Bitcoin is going to be the thing that basically overtakes or um, dethrones um, things like the dollar. Anyway, uh, I hope I'm making some sense. Essentially, though, Bitcoin is 21 million. There's about 7 or 8 billion people. Nobody will ever be able to um, hold. Um, not e Everybody in the planet, they'll never be able to hold one Bitcoin because there's such a limited supply. And I think it's going to take another 120 years for the last Bitcoin to ever be mined. Um, and that's classic basically it's classic fundamental supply and demand because the supply is so low if the demand is high the price will inevitably go up and I think based on what's happening now because of all the money printing that's why the price has been continuing to rise but remember um, at the same time what happened in 2017 it spiked and it crashed so, you know, you've got to do your research, but I think it's important to just have a listen to many different sources. And the way I learn as well, when I hear and read and see um, things about a particular topic in different ways, explained in different ways and shown in different manners, um, I can piece it all together. And all it takes is one person to just speak to you on your own sort of level and um, that it all clicks into place. So I just wanted to give that introduction. Ethereum, on the other hand, um, I think, you know, pricing is always a fascinating thing, isn't it? When we're talking about investments, not on a, and I reiterate, I'm not talking about making the investment, I'm just saying do your due diligence. And the thing with Ethereum, the way they pitch Ethereum and, um, and the pricing, first of all, the pricing is set to, I think it's about um, two and a half thousand pounds, maybe three and a half thousand dollars per coin however ethereum i don't think has a fixed supply but i think that's what the intention is again because you'll you'll notice on some of these cryptocurrencies there's a ridiculous number um that that will that will be in circulation so if there's 21 million not billion bitcoin ethereum i can't remember the uh, the figure to be honest but it's a lot more than 21 million right so something to just bear in mind but the point with ethereum though is that it's supposed to be some sort of super computer so if you imagine the internet um ethereum is if you say it's digital um, oil it's the thing that's going to allow the whole um, ecosystem of cryptocurrency sort of to work but let me let me explain it even even deeper the, from from the stuff that i've researched it's supposed to allow for smart contracts to be created 
and it's supposed to be um, an industry, an industry kind of um, what's the what's the phrase? It's supposed to shake up the entire industry or industries. So I'll give you an example. I think what they're trying to say is, let, look at now, look at now what's happening. Um, Amazon, Amazon's a market leader, and who are they dominating um, against? Who have they eaten up in terms of competition? Everybody. All of these little shops, you know, there's no need to visit a store in order for you to actually get your goods. You're cutting out the middleman. And I think Ethereum gives people or industries, to be honest, and this is the pitch, you know, whether it comes into fruition, who knows. But the pitch is that it's going to allow industries to cut out the middleman. So... For example, the banking industry. If you want um, a loan, if you want to take out, yeah, if you want to take out a loan or something, you have to go through so many hoops in order to to get it. And there's that bank as the middle person. Um, I think the idea behind Ethereum is that it takes away the centrality, even if that's a word. It takes away the centralized nature um, of the banking industry because you know you've got governments involved you've got these large banks and corporations involved who control and have a say in how much you get at what rate um, etc etc you have to jump through hoops however the whole point of um, this blockchain network it it cannot be stopped and this is the impression that I get it can only be stopped if the internet can be stopped um, so if, so for instance Bitcoin the way Bitcoin is lined up and set up is so that nobody can mess with it it's so that the people can um, put their checks and balances into place and to say yep one Bitcoin has moved from America to the UK, to France, to whatever, and and nobody can essentially steal that. Nobody can say no. You can't make that payment to France. You can't do that. Or we want to take extortionate fees before you are able to do that. That's an example. And I think the coding of Bitcoin is so clever. Um, it it. It, allow, it doesn't allow for manipulation, essentially, right? And nothing is hidden. Everything is on like a ledger. You know, when we think about accounts um, for a business, I'm pretty sure, this is not a conspiracy theory, but people can manipulate the figures to show whatever you want to show. And that's the thing behind, that's the idea behind cryptocurrency i think and the whole point of like ethereum uh, the idea is say if you want to buy a house the pitch is that you know what you might be able to take out the whole middleman of estate agents and go straight to the owner and maybe like make it streamlined so the smart contract suggests that yes you want to buy a house in central london this is how much ethereum it's going to cost and um, this is what you need to this is what you need to um, verify to, and you can be 100% certain that you're buying that plot of land. You're the one that's buying. 
that particular house because you know when you buy anything in this day and age um, there's always that element of like have I been conned have I actually bought a genuine article and the whole point is I'll, I'll use an example of say handbags or shoes expensive handbag designer ones there's that element of have I been duped or not and the whole point of this ethereum or smart contracts generally is that the people that are selling these things they can plug it in and write it up in such a way that it it gives reassurance and trust outside of human intervention that this thing is the thing that you think you're buying and you buy it and you get it and similarly i think there's cryptocurrencies out there such as um i think it's called v chain which um you know how we want to track something when we're buying stuff um, on Amazon, but it has like massive gaps in between. So say it's oh, it's at the X, Y, and Z port. Oh, now it's up in you know whatever port. But um, there's cryptocurrencies. The theory is that it can track every movement possible. Uh, and the point is, you know, is this the future? Is this not? That's up for debate. And it's it's just another place where you can invest. And I think um, that's where the young money is going because it's digital. It's on your phone. It's on your computer. It's very easy to um, it's very easy to access and understand, perhaps. But that's not to say the traditional markets are completely dead and um, you know as with any investment everything um, can sort of turn into nothingness right like that's just how it goes things can just turn into absolute nothing and that's the risk so what I would suggest is I don't know hopefully it's been useful something to think about i know it's um it comes and goes in the news there's um there's you know bodies like the fca and a lot of the media you know saying be careful be careful when of course you should but it's important to do your own research to figure out is this something that you um need to know about should know about and i'm all about learning anyway there's no harm in learning about stuff but i wanted to give a very quick whistle-stop tour about what I understand cryptocurrencies to be and it's actually from what I can tell it's connected to the um, the economy as we know it it has the fundamentals of economics behind it which is fascinating and there's people there's people out there you know buying selling trading investing like mad um, into these things and sometimes you hear a lot of people, you know, there's a lot of hype out there and sometimes there's not. And then sometimes there's very much um, um, a warning of, you know, these things are just complete scams. Because what do people do? When, when there's um, an opportunity, fraudsters will try their best to um, exploit it. So um, most people want a quick buck, don't they? Most people want to make as much money as they possibly can. And that's why there's that's why I think there's so many coins out there as well. So I'm not saying um, the whole thing isn't a scam. I don't know, but you've got to remember if that um, if I was um, if I had bad intentions and if I had the expertise, why couldn't I just create a random coin 
call it whatever, market people to it and sell it and then disappear because this is the one thing well this is the thing with um, investing in stocks and shares you never um, are able to touch the thing it's not like oh a piece of art I bought it and I can appreciate and see it and I can keep it safe um, it's a different ball game when you're buying a share in a company but at least a share in a company you know about right you know where they operate out of so it's a different mind jump depending on who you are to be like oh so hold on you, you, i'm literally investing in um zeros and ones i'm just I'm, I'm investing in a piece of code that's mad you know so but it's, it's just a fascinating area because I just think um the world is becoming the world is digital and it's just going to become more digital and uh, whether by fundamental um whether by fundamentals this area is going to be successful or whether by you know sheer demand in um, i don't know the youthful um generation um choosing to invest in something like that and it's going to make a success of of, of the area either way who cares right um it's just something to think about something to bear, be aware of um yeah it's actually getting a bit dark um it's been good to actually a podcast outside walking bumped into a few people that's why i went a little bit you know maybe i shouldn't be speaking as loud as i am but hopefully this um came out quite clear and it's quite helpful and i was trying to cram in a lot into a very short space uh, space of time but um have to speak about a specific aspect of whatever to be honest um if people are interested so yeah um hopefully i'll uh, come up with another episode soon but let me know how you found us all right till next time